Hello, Marvel fans, and welcome back to Marvel Mania, the podcast where we talk anything and everything Marvel-related. I am your host for the day, Brandon Janicki, and with me is my co-host, Garrett Broder. Hey, how's it going, guys? So, um, before we jump right into the Marvel, I wanted to ask, um, Garrett, your opinion about um, a little Christmas-related topic. So I was driving over to the uh, studio today. And I turned to 100.3. Uh, yes, I still use the radio. I know I'm kind of an oldie like that. Yep. But um, I turned to 100.3. And what do I hear but Christmas music in the beginning of November? And I was like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. We haven't even been through Thanksgiving yet. It seems a little bit early here. But as I was listening to it, listening to some classics like Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph and Carol of the Bells, I was starting to get into it. I'm not going to lie. I was starting to <laughs> enjoy the uh, Christmas music despite it being a little bit early. So... I wonder, what is your opinion about that? You think it's too early? or? Oh, I think it's very early. Uh, I have a coworker of mine who actually is listening to Christmas music right now, like religiously. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But I'm, I'm just like, I'm looking at him. I said, no, Mariah Carey is not right now. Oh, I'm, no, no. <laughs> it's always too early for Mariah not, Carey. Yeah, that's true. But we probably find some people out there. But, you know, it's okay. Um, but I just think it's way too early for Christmas music, in my humble opinion which isn't so humble, uh, <laughs> never is, but I think that the Christmas music is good after, like, once Black Friday starts, right right after Thanksgiving, right when Black Friday hits, that's a good time for Christmas music. Uh, November 1st, no. No, a little bit too early. That's way too yeah. early. It should still be, like, fading out of Halloween, give her the Halloween music, because uh, Monster Mash is, gets old after that a while. That does get old, yeah. yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I'm excited. For, I am excited for Christmas, just not right now. <laughs> yeah, a little bit too early. Yeah, a little too early. I do kind of agree with the uh, Black Friday. Um, you know, maybe Thanksgiving, maybe even releasing some on Thanksgiving, getting into the spirit there. But uh, definitely by Black Friday, start some Christmas music. There's nothing like going to Walmart and pushing a bunch of people around and listening to you know some Christmas music while you're fighting tooth and nail to get these gifts. Right. That's true. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You gotta have some holy in you while you cuss at people yeah, and push people out of the way <laughs> yeah exactly need some jesus in me which i am totally i am christian i'm totally for that type of thing right. but yeah still kind of ridiculous oh yeah it gets insane but yeah i i will say even though it is a bit early i'm not gonna lie i am enjoying the christmas vibes that we're getting i can't wait until christmas i can't wait until christmas either but i am not enjoying the christmas music right now i unless it's uh for king and countries Mm. um christmas album the disc dropped their deluxe album i think it's fantastic um so i'm very excited about that and then uh reach records they're a christian hip-hop band uh or band uh record label and they have a christmas album of their own so 116 christmas album and it's rap so i love that awesome i'll have to check that out yeah well, that being said, we better get back to the uh, marvel topic that we have for today uh we got a couple things going on um First and foremost, Eternals, the new uh, Marvel uh, movie Eternals has dropped today. We will be talking about that a little bit later. But before we get into that, I want to start with a very interesting topic about uh, Marvel actors. Marvel actors and actresses throughout the years. And who we specifically thought did the best job at bringing their comic book superhero to life on the big screen. Granted, I don't really think there's one bad Marvel actor or actress out there. Oh, I agree. But I think there's definitely some who have, you know, blown away or exceeded expectations with that. So, Garrett, you want to kick us off a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, we talk about any specific superhero in general or just going straight for it? Uh, really, any 
Yeah, uh, any specific superhero. We'll start with that, and then we okay. can, you know, maybe um, narrow it down. Narrow it so. down. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. So for me, my favorite actor in the MCU, and we'll do MCU and not MCU. Fair so enough. my favorite actor in the MCU is probably this is a really basic answer, but um, Robert Downey Jr. as oh, yeah. Iron Man. That's 100%. a very very basic answer, but it's he, not a wrong one though. No, it's not. He, I think the three best in the MCU are Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans, and this one's a little controversial one, but Tom Holland. I would agree with that. I like uh, that. I think he brings the character to life. Um, Spider-Man, that's who plays Spider-Man. Tom Holland's who plays Spider-Man. Robert Downey Jr. is who plays Iron Man. And um, Chris Evans is who plays Captain America. And I think all three of them do a fantastic job Oh yes. Uh, at their role. But I think Tom Holland, the reason I say, I say him rather than, um, like, uh, Chris Hemsworth, Thor, or anyone like that, is because we've see, we've already seen reenactments of Spider-Man before, and I think Tom Holland has done the best job because he's not too old, he's not too young. Um, he plays the part. I don't know. I think everything about the part is played perfectly by him. Oh, I so. would one hundred percent, one hundred percent agree. Yeah, you know, you look at um, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, who. You know, they each have their pros, but I feel like their cons more show in their movies compared to Tom Holland, at least in my opinion. Um, I feel like Tobey Maguire was a good um, Peter Parker overall, and Andrew Garfield was a good enough Spider-Man overall. But then Tom Holland combines the two. He is a very good Peter Parker and a very good Spider-Man. Oh, I 100% agree with that completely. Uh, And then Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is just perfect perfect casting beautiful and beautiful he, casting yeah i don't even know there's no way to describe it i think that he brings the to life the character with the suit and without the suit and he's got that perfect little mix of cockiness but still um wanting to do the right thing and it really sh- comes to life as the movies progress like his movies and just the mc movies and mcu movies in general oh yeah i definitely agree you know i was reading the um article online the other day and the a very interesting thing about Robert Downey playing Iron Man is unlike other superheroes where you have like Spider-Man and Batman and Superman, you know, these like absolute comic, you know, icons, those superheroes kind of made the actors, you know, famous. They made the actors very well known, even if you don't think they did that great of a job. Whereas Iron Man, that was a superhero back when he was just in the comics. No one really knew or cared that much about him you know they knew he was a marvel superhero they knew he was kind of an avenger but he was not at nearly as famous as he was today so whereas you know the um superhero itself spider-man or batman made people like tom holland andrew garfield or you know on batman made ben affleck or christian bale famous i think robert downey jr instead made iron man famous oh instead i of the other com- way around completely agree with that and i think that some characters who some actors have done that, as well as Robert Downey Jr., are Chris Hemsworth bringing mm. Thor to life. Definitely. And then, um, like, what's his name? Chris Evans. We have too many Chris. Not A Chris lot Evans. of Chris's. Not Chris Evans. Oh. Chris um, Pratt. Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bringing the, one of the Guardians to life. Actually, really all the Guardians coming to life. Um, like, just by Vin Diesel as Groot or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, even though all he says is, I am Groot, uh, he kills it. So, I could be the next group, by the way, just saying. I was going to say, that was a pretty impressive group right there. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's oh, why I, I guess yeah. I say it's my humble opinion. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think they do a fantastic job bringing the Guardians to life. Uh, 
and then bringing Iron Man alive with Robert Downey Jr. Yes, I would definitely agree with those. And I kind of already went over two out of my three, Robert Downey and Tom Holland. And even better, when you put both of them together on screen, you just got to love their chemistry together. I mean, it's such a cool, you know, I would say it's like a father and son type relationship, but it's really more of like a cocky, goofy uncle and his nephew type relationship. Oh, I agree with that. Most people consider the father's son, which shows more in some scenes than others. But like, let's say like rather than the uncle and nephew, uh, cause I think like in Endgame when Tony Stark is, you know, passing away yes. um, and Tom Holland goes up to him and has, it shows more emotion than even um, uh, Pepper Potts. Oh, which uh, is, Gwyneth Paltrow who yeah, plays Gwyneth Pepper Paltrow. Potts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Definitely. Yes. So I think it was a great, um, great scene. And the their acting is so spot on. Like there's a scene from... Um, uh, was Spider-Man Homecoming right in the beginning of the movie um, when uh, Tom Holland's getting out of Tony Stark's limo. Um, Tom Tom Holland is giving Tony Stark, Tony Stark is opening the door for Tom Holland, reaching across him, and Tom Holland gives Tony Stark a hug. That scene was entirely improvised. Yes, that entirely is Entirely improvised. So I think that was so cool that he just ended up doing that. And then, of course, Robert Downey Jr., being the amazing actor that he is, was like, I'm not hugging you. I'm just grabbing the door. He's like, nope, and nope, we're not there yet. completely <laughs> goes with it. Yeah. Like, stays in character, completely goes with it. And then Robert Downey Jr., as I know, and I'm sure you might know this as well. I'm not sure if the fans out there know. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is a snacker. Yes, I have heard so, of that. Yes. So as he's a snacker, he literally brings food into his um, sets like in Avengers, the original Avengers, um, he had while they were uh, while he was messing with, um, excuse me, uh, Hulk, um, uh, he was snacking and he tried poking um, Bruce Banner in the back, and he was still eating food completely improvised <laughs> and just offering people the snacks like he's just bringing the like this food into the suit the set. Oh, that's great! I love that. Um, along with um, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr., I would actually have to pick my third, and he hasn't been in the MCU a whole lot yet, but I believe we're going to be seeing a lot more of him in the future, uh, is Benedict Cumberbatch as oh, Doctor yeah. Strange, a man whose you know cockiness can only be rivaled by that of Iron Man. And, you know, I said I love seeing uh, Robert Downey and Tom Holland on set, and then you bring in Benedict Cumberbatch and that trio in Infinity War. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. Pure comedy gold. Pure comedy gold right there. I'm still upset to this day that we did not get a uh, Sherlock Holmes reference between Benedict and Robert Downey Jr. since they're both kind of known for playing um, Sherlock Holmes in their respected movies or TV shows. I'm so upset that, you know, we didn't get like a no-duh Sherlock or, oh, you know, elementary My Dear Watson, something just to reference that. That's true. I, I didn't think about that until now, but that makes a lot of sense. I, they, they, would have, they should have put that in there. Oh, yeah, I think that would have even it would have been like a good Deadpool reference as well. Uh, yeah. not, not that they played Deadpool, but like that type of idea where Deadpool's like, oh, I remember there was a movie, I remember from uh, Wolverine origins right yeah They're like oh let's um put the cover his mouth that's a great idea yeah um yeah. so just throwing like throwing some shade at his old movie like with ryan reynolds but um i think we should jump into favorite actor from non-mcu films i agree and i'm glad you actually brought up ryan reynolds because i think that's a nice transition for at least in my opinion one of my favorite actors outside of the mcu ryan reynolds as deadpool yes. i mean just wow incredible i mean he actually 
Now, let me clarify here. I'm talking about the Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool, not the Ryan Reynolds from X-Men Origins Wolverine, which we do not speak of around here because yes. that was not an accurate. That was just like giving the middle finger to the fans right there. I mean, nothing about that was accurate at all. Oh, no, no. not at all. That was very disappointing. But when he got the chance in 2016, I believe it was, to come back and, you know, be the uh, the killer in the red suit, he just blew us all away. I mean, such a funny, gruesome, bloody, yet funny movie. And he, one of my favorites of all time. Oh, I agree. He's a great, not just in as Deadpool, but as an actor in general, Ryan Reynolds is one of the best actors out there at the current moment in time. I would not, agree, yeah. Uh, with Free Guy just coming out, I think he did a great job with that. Um, I like I mean I didn't watch the whole thing. I've only seen half of it, but I thought it was super funny. Oh, you only uh, saw half of it so far? Yeah, so far. Uh, I re I recommend going back and finishing because that was one of my favorite movies of the year. Very funny and very heartwarming, surprisingly too. Oh, good. So yeah, I'll I have to finish checking that out. But um, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is a great actor, and then my favorite uh MC non MCU uh actor would happen to be Hugh Jackman. As Wolverine. Yes. Very, very basic, like I said, but absolutely kills it. He's in, he's basically, has he portrayed every Wolverine so far? Yes. Every Wolverine that has been in any X-Men movie has always been Hugh Jackman up yeah, to this day. In that's any, what I thought. In any of the movies, of course. Yeah. yeah, in any of the movies. So I think Hugh Jackman is just fabulous as Wolverine. I mean, he even looks the part. Like it's kind of oh it's, it's yes. super freaky yeah. how much he looks the part. Yeah, that is very true. Because we look at a lot of the comics and stuff, uh, and the actor will kind of look the part, but not completely. But then you look at Hugh Jackman, you're like, oh, okay, that's Wolverine. You don't, like, that's who you associate him with. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, you see him in other movies, like, oh, the Wolverine's in it. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's not. Hey, Hugh Jackman is in this movie. It's oh, there's the Wolverine again. You know, when's yeah. he gonna pull out his claws? Well. You know, he's not. This is the prestige. It's not Wolverine or yeah, whatever. Or Chappie or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a eh, movie, but, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it was decent enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would definitely agree. Hugh Jackman, he's one of those with just, you know, like Robert Downey Jr., he looks like his character. He oh, yeah. He almost acts like his character. Oh, I agree. I would also like to add uh, two honorable mentions where if I didn't pick Ryan Reynolds, it's kind of a tie between these two. Uh, keeping it in the X-Men universe. Well, actually... Now that I say that, it's almost a four-way tie because the two characters of Professor X and Magneto are played by two different actors, respectively. You have for Professor X, you have the young version of James McAvoy and the older Patrick Stewart. Um, and then for Magneto, you have the young Michael Fassbender and the older Ian McKellen. And all of them just, we it's so cool to see a young Magneto and a young Professor X as well as an older version because I feel like each actor brings something new to the table. You have Patrick Stewart, who's kind of like, you know, the wise, um, you know, older gentleman with all the knowledge. Um, and then you have James McAvoy, who was like the younger, more hip. And I put that in quotes because it sounds kind of stupid, but the younger, more hip, <laughs> the younger, hip Professor X. And then, you know, Ian McKellen and Michael Fassbender are just both this is going to sound really corny, but they are both magnetic as Magneto. That's oh, the best way to put it. <laughs> I agree completely. I wouldn't say that because... <laughs> it sounds kind of stupid, I, I, but... I, yeah, a little bit. But, yeah. you know, it, it makes sense. Yeah. So I would happen to agree with that. Um, my, I guess my honorable mention would be Jennifer Lawrence as... Um, oh, Mystique? Mystique, that, yeah, yes. Yeah. I think she did an amazing job with Mystique. I'm blanking on the name for some unknown reason, but, you know, it's okay. Um, but Jennifer Lawrence did a fantastic job 
I think she's a super underrated actress, um, or overrated for some people, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, some... I haven't really seen her in anything in a while, to be honest with you. I think in The Hunger Games, she was a little bit overrated, oh, despite that's doing a good job, but mm-hmm. I agree, as Mystique, she pretty much nailed that. Oh, I agree, and she did a great job. Um, with and Like I said, with The Hunger Games, I do think she was still really, really good. Um, but people give her too much praise for that, in my humble opinion. I would agree. No, I agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, but I think going back to the MCU side of things, I should probably do an honorable mention and a dishonorable mention. Um, I think that'd be a good idea to put someone who we did not like in there. That's fair. That's fair. After all, it is um, our opinion, so yes. nobody so, out there get too mad at us. No, they'll uh, get too mad. It's yeah. People, people will get mad. It's oh, okay. yeah. Uh, you know, it's 2021. But anyway, yeah, you can start with yours, and then I'll, I got to think of mine first. Yeah, so I'll just do an honorable mention for me in the MCU. Um, the honorable mention, I guess, should be uh, Chris Pratt as Peter Quill. The fried mm. rodent himself, yeah. which makes no sense to most people, but if you really pronounce his name, Chris Pratt. Crispy Rat. There you go. <laughs> Crispy Rat as Mr. Or Quill. Or Crisp Rat. Yeah. Crisp Pratt. Crisp Pratt. Crisp Rat. That's it true. Can, I never thought about it. You cannot unhear it now. I'm going to make so many people so mad for just saying that. Oh, god! But he is a fried rodent. He's a fried rodent. <laughs> uh, a fantastic fried rodent because he plays Peter Quill so well. Yeah. Um. So I'm not bashing him in it by any means. I just think it's a very funny name. Yeah. Um. So if, if anyone's name is Chris Pratt besides his, I'm so sorry. And his, I guess. I'm so sorry for throwing that out there. But, you know, that's your name. Uh, and I have a weird name too, but you know, it's okay. So. I, I will say a lot of people mispronounce my last name. It's actually Brandon Janicki. A lot of people say Janiki or Janai. It's like, it's not that hard to spell people or it's not that hard to say, but a lot of people are like Janiki, Janiki. It's like currently Polish names are hard to pronounce, but my honorable mention before we move on to talking a little bit about Eternals today, uh, my honorable mention would probably be another Chris as well. I'm going to go with Chris Hemsworth actually, but more so the Chris Hemsworth of the recent movies, not really of the, his earlier work, which wasn't really all his fault. You know, it's a director's job to get what they want out yeah. of their actors. And um, I didn't really feel like, you know, Thor was at his best potential until Ragnarok, when one of my favorite directors, um, Taika Wadi, I believe is how you say his name, he was able to get a whole new Thor um, for us in Thor Ragnarok. And I've really loved him ever since. He's had a much more emotional Thor, but at the same time, a much more comedic. Thor, which is kind of, you know, uh, really what the MCU is about sometimes. They have these, you know, like kind of quippy lines. And I feel like before it was kind of just like Iron Man and Captain America. But now we're able to throw in Thor. And now everyone's just a quippy character all around. Oh, I agree. It's very fantastic. Um, uh, but I think going to dishonorable mentions for me, um, I would definitely have to say Brie Larson oh. as Captain Marvel. Yes. Yes, that bothers that bothers me so much, and um, I believe Captain Marvel in the comics is a guy, right? Or, you know, that is a good question because there there's, there's been a female and a male, right? Yes, you are correct. Now here's the thing: you are you are right. Captain Marvel was a guy in the comics, but there was also a Miss Marvel who was, of course, a girl. But you know, they decided to change that, and now they're going to have a Captain Marvel as well as a Miss Marvel. I believe is coming out next year or in 2023, who is also going to be a girl as well. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I'm pretty sure in the comics it was a guy. Now, not disrespect. I mean, I don't mind the change at all, but I think they could have done a much better casting. And one of the people I thought like I just mentioned, 
Jennifer Lawrence, I think would have been a much better choice than Brie Larson. I would have taken her in a heartbeat. Oh my gosh, yeah, just much better than Brie Larson. Just I like Jennifer Lawrence as a person much better than I do Brie Larson as a person. Oh, now, yeah. I don't know if you see any interviews with Brie Larson, but she always seems like really like snippy and on defense, snap all the time. Snappy, yeah. yeah, snappy all the time. It's just like okay, Rude. you know, no one's trying to a- attack you here. No, I I happen to agree with that. Yeah. Um. I, that's that's part of the reason why I, I might be part of the reason I don't like her in the casting is because she just is so rude to the people like people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's an interview with Ka- uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth and oh who was it? Someone else. I don't remember who it was. We'll just say um, we'll say Robert Downey Jr. because I can't think of who it is. Okay, it, sound, it sounds good. I, I know yeah. I know it's not him, but we're going with it. Um, but with Chris Hemsworth and she is just bashing him like, but not in like a narcissistic way. Almost. She's like, it's like, Oh yeah. Well, I am not like you. I'm not you. I'm the first me. I'm, and just, it's just a fair thing. But the way she said it in her tone was just so off. I don't know if this is the same interview you're thinking about, but there was one where um, someone was asking who the strongest Avenger was, and it was, this was like you know during Avengers Endgame, so back in 2019, and she just had her first movie, and I th- I think I want to say this was actually Brie Larson, Chris Hemsworth, and like um, Anthony Mackie or Don Cheadley oh, or Don Cheadley, Don Cheadley, yeah. I think that's it was, it was. him, yeah. yeah, yeah, and the um, um that's what that's what I was referring to, yes. Okay, so the other the other Iron Man, mm-hmm. uh, John Cheadley, War Machine, yeah, War Machine, that's right. Um, you have those three, and the interviewer asked, you know, who do you guys think is the strongest Avenger? And before Chris or Don could even say anything, Brie Larson was like, well, I mean, you know, you look at what my character can do, and, you know, all these cool things I did in Captain Marvel, and I don't want to toot my own horn, which she clearly which did. she did. She really did. But she's like, yeah, but I think it's me. And Chris and Don both look at each other like, are you kidding me right now? Like, seriously, the audacity you have to say that, you know, Chris is like the god of thunder for Pete's sakes. I think, you know, he can put his hat in the ring, but nope, Brie Larson already called it. She's the strongest Avenger, ladies and gentlemen. I happen to disagree with that, obviously, as well. Uh, but my personal opinion, I think the strongest Avenger is Scarlet Witch. Uh, I think she is undoubtedly the strongest Avenger. Um, so, and, I don't know. It, and it was announced in um, WandaVision. Um, that she is the Scarlet Witch. Right. So yes. it made me very happy to hear that, first of all. But she's by far the strongest Avenger. Like, there is no way you can deny that, in my humble opinion. I, yeah, counteracting your humble opinion, I would Dang. say that I know, right? I got my own opinion here. But um, I, I would say Scarlet Witch is definitely in the running. But you can't count out... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Who's going to be who I was going to say? Doctor Strange yep. and... I would also say Thor, but more so to the point Doctor Strange would be yeah. a very close second, if not in first place, at least in my humble opinion. There you go. We have humble opinions Humble now. opinions all around today. And they're both wrong. <laughs> yeah. Someone will prove them wrong and be like, well, this is actually the way to go. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fair. You know, but- what is not getting a so humble opinion today uh, or is not getting a so humble review, however, is the new Eternals movie that has been dropped today. That, I'm looking at it right now, is currently at a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, which for those of you who do not know, 
That is the lowest score for a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to this day. It, ju- it recently beat Thor The Dark World, which I believe was at like a 66 or something like that. 56, I believe. 56. 50, oh, 56 or something like that? Okay. Something, it was something not good, but... It wasn't good, but it, 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 Eternals ended up beating it overall. So, Garrett, I have to ask you, do you think this is a... Should we be concerned about this 51% or should we just, you know, it's Rotten Tomatoes, whatever? Um. Well... It depends. I think sometimes they're accurate, sometimes they're not. Like in uh, the original Venom, and actually Venom with the Big Carnage, I think they were both under 50% rating, and I thought they were both fantastic movies. That's fair. So, yeah. And the audience rating was like in the 88 to 90 range. Like yes. 80 to 90 range for both movies. Yes, So I true. think that, there, like, yes, there is some concern uh, overall, but... Um, it's an MCU movie. They always seem to pull it off in some way, shape, or form. So I think I think it will be good. Uh, it just depends on exactly what happens um, with you know exactly what what they try to incorporate into the movie. There's a lot of superheroes within this movie. Yes, and it's kind of thrown in there like like there's no reason they should be thrown in there at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Like they should be more well known at this point. Um, so kind of in my in my opinion, I don't know if that's the actually like I, i'll excited to see how they pull it off but um it's kind of weird timing to have the eternals thrown into the mcu i would agree it's very weird timing indeed and part of the reason is due to of course covid you know messing up still messing up things here but it was um actually supposed to be released um about last year in 2020 Actually, we were supposed to be getting Black Widow and the Eternals last year, but then they got pushed back. And now Eternals is kind of mixed with all these other movies, um, Black Widow um, coming out last July, and then Shang-Chi, and then Venom. We're literally getting like a new Marvel movie every month at this oh, yeah. point. Yeah, every month, which is good, um, but it's also it's a lot to take in. And, you know, Eternals shows that some of them are just going to end up getting lost in the bunch. Like, you know, for me, 51%. It says forgettable. That's what it says to me. It doesn't really mean it's going to be a bad movie, but I think it's going to be ultimately forgettable in just a couple of months. Now, the audience score is at an 86 right now, so maybe that means we'll get something out of it. But then again, um, my personal opinion here, I went to go see Shang-Chi when that came out, and that ended up getting, I believe it was like a 90% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. I did not care for it. I did not care for Shang-Chi overall. I think the biggest disappointment for me was the fact that it was called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It had almost nothing to do with the Ten Rings at all. Oh, no. Almost nothing to do with the Ten Rings. And just very um, disappointing overall. The only really cool thing about it was the action. Other than that, the plot was forgettable. Um, the villain was forgettable. His um, His scheme or his plan made absolutely no sense, and it was kind of stupid. So they gave that a 90%, and I went away rather disappointed. So maybe, maybe I'll walk away from this and be like, uh, yeah, that was great. There's no way it should be getting a 51%. So Oh, I agree. And that probably will be the case for me. Um, but the, tra- the trailer is not, the trailers, I guess I should say, have not intrigued me enough, mm. I don't think, yes. at this point in time. Yeah. And a trailer should be very intriguing to a person. Like that's it gets right. you hyped up about a movie. It gets you excited about the movie. Yes, and it just hasn't done it for me. I've seen them so many times in theaters and on YouTube ads, mostly that one. Um, and they just haven't. Um, it hasn't done it for me. Where yeah. most are tra- some trailers I know will be exciting. Oh and yeah, I, but I, and I choose not to watch them because I know the movie. I just don't want anything to be spoiled. 
This right. movie, I knew nothing about the Eternals going into it, or very little, aside from the comics. But it, it, you know, I don't know what to expect from it because it's a movie, so I wanted to right. see what the trailer was all about. Um, so, like, I have not watched the Spider-Man trailer yet. I believe I mentioned that in one of the previous podcasts. Yeah. Um, like, I've I'm yet to see the new Spider-Man trailer just because I don't want it to be spoiled. They've done such a good job with the past two Spider-Man films and all the acting they've done. Um. Because, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home is my favorite MCU movie. Oh, yeah. So, I was like, you know what? I don't want anything to be spoiled. I want to go straight on um, just watching it. But The Eternals, I was like, I don't know enough about it. Well, let's look at it, see what I think. And it just has not done it for me yet. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And, you know, another thing I'll say is um, I actually work at a um, small-town movie theater. And um, Eternals, they haven't had a whole lot of marketing going on either. Not only are these trailers not interesting... But usually, especially for these, you know, Marvel movies, which are owned by Disney, they'll be giving us a whole bunch of promos and different posters and like stuff that we can put in our social media page, like banners and stuff like that. We have seen next to none of that um, at our theater, and I assume other theaters are the same. And that almost makes you think that Marvel's treating this as sort of an afterthought, which with Spider-Man No Way Home coming up, I don't really blame them. I mean, you know, in after this movie comes out, We'll be talking about it for like a week, and then it'll be all Spider-Man from here on out. That's true. That so, is very true. Yeah. And Spider-Man is the... I was watching a um, video on charts, and or not video, but like looking online at different charts of the most popular superheroes. Spider-Man is number one out of all superheroes. That includes Batman. Aw, oh, darn. Got to be <laughs> the famous it Batman was, getting beat by a spider. It goes Spider-Man, Batman, Iron Man... Superman, Wolverine. Wow. Okay. So it's like back and forth between Marvel and DC. It, yeah, and the it reason is. Marvel is so high, I I think, is because um, of all the MCU films. They're actually very successful. Yes. Batman, I think, is higher than Superman at this current moment in time. Now, both Batman and Superman have great movies, mm-hmm. and they have also terrible movies. Yes, fair, um, fair enough. But I think Batman's a little higher because I think he's got the better of the movies. Oh, yeah. Because Heath Ledger is an amazing Joker. Oh, and then yes. I Phenomenal. Think he is played the Dark Knight, like played Joker in the Dark Knight perfectly. So I know it's not Marvel related, but I think that's the reason Batman is number two at this current moment in time. But, you know. I will be interested to see if anything changes by March of next year when The Batman with Robert Pattinson comes out. I'll be interested to see. I wouldn't, I hate to admit it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't just because. You know, the talk for Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be going on for months. But then again, by when March comes down, I don't know. I, I'm just going to say overall next year, I'm really excited. We have a lot of great superhero movies coming next year. Not just Marvel, but DC too. I mean, you look at Marvel, we got Thor Love and Thunder coming out. We have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the new Doctor Strange movie. And then on the DC side of things, we have Batman, we have Flash, we have the new Aquaman. And next year, as long as, you know, COVID doesn't pull anything, knock on wood, we keep it at bay. Uh, it looks to be a great year for superhero movies all around. Oh, I happen to agree. Yeah. Um, well, that is all I have today. Unless you have anything else to add, Garrett? No, I'm all set. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, folks, for joining in. Um, I hope the rest of you like us. I assume you're going to go see Eternals this week, Garrett. Oh, uh, I'm probably going to see it on Sunday, this coming Sunday. I was supposed to see it tonight, but uh, family issues and drama got in the way. And then my little sister is running in the state tournament. Uh, for cross country. Wow. She plays top 15 in the region. So she's a, and her team won the regional championships. So she'll be going on a uh, her cross country 
uh, championship this weekend for Oxford. Awesome. Well, best of luck to her, and we hope the rest of you all have a great week, and we will be back next week to talk about more Marvel, specifically the Eternals. Everyone have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>